All right, man. I think I got it. I think I got it. Hold up. I got my life together, man. It ain't. A, it is just no feeling in the world and having your shit together, bro. <laughs> no. Who you telling? No better feel. Well, it's a few feelings, but this one right okay. here is pretty epic. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling of having your shit together. All right, man. Well, hold up, hold up, hold up. We we got to do this right because the people are watching, man. <laughs> hey, I want to welcome everybody who showed up to the last podcast <laughs> and especially this podcast because we got my man. Tim Hall here from Simple Tech Review. He is on the podcast that nobody asked for, but I'm giving it to you anyway. Welcome to Talk to Me, man. Tim, come on, man. You got to bring it today. This this is your shot. You, I got to play the Eminem song right now. What's that? Uh, one right, shot? Right, what right, right. What song is that? Uh, Lose Yourself. Lose Yourself. I got to start. I, that's going to yeah, be my intro Yeah, I already know, song. man. I, I know. I know. <laughs> hey, we in here, man. Hey, mama, I made it. <laughs> I'm internet famous now. You know, my boy Antoine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man, you know, we've been knowing each other since what, 2016? Man, yeah, yeah. Yeah. About 2016, 2017, me, yeah. Me, you, and Eric, we kind of met somewhere around the same time. I don't know when you actually started YouTube, but that's when I started. And then I met I met him. And then somehow or another, I ended up meeting you. And then we was in a group chat together for years. <laughs> it was like, yeah. the, this is literally the longest running group chat I've ever had. <laughs> That's I funny, usually bail out of them mofos, man. <laughs> so congratulations hey, to Tim here for, for keeping me involved in the longest group chat in internet history, or my history anyway. Hey, man, but I'm glad to have <laughs> you here, man. So for those of y'all who didn't catch it before, uh, Tim has a YouTube channel. It is called uh, Simple Tech Review. It's still your channel name, right? Yes, sir. All right, yes, cool. Sir. So, so tell review. us a little bit about the channel. I want to send people there so they can go watch for themselves. But just give us, you know, tell us what the channel is all about. Yo, man, so just kind of in the same vein uh, with kind of what you do, man, I want it. I love tech. You know, I'm just, I'm one of those people just like getting uh, boxes in the mail from Amazon every week, <laughs> two or three times a week. You know, people try to blame it on their wife and stuff all the time, but it's more so me. Uh, they get some a little bit too, but I get packages all the time. Hey, man, thanks uh, for so, owning that. Thanks for owning that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like, man, I'm getting all this stuff, man. I'm a tech junkie. <laughs> And I was like, man, I'm seeing these people on here doing amazing things on YouTube because that's before I buy anything, I'm watching reviews all the time, you know. Uh, and so I said, man, why don't I just start a channel? You know what I'm saying? I think it kind of started from actually watching desk setups. Okay. Uh, people, these crazy desk setups, man, just amazing. Like, so uh, I just started a YouTube review, man. I, I, I think, uh, like I said, about 20. 17 or so like that 2016 2017 mm -hmm. um i started simple tech review uh it's actually my second youtube channel man okay uh, my first one was called silverback strong club and it was a fitness channel uh, i know uh, you can't really tell no, now man but. i remember seeing something about that i wonder if i actually went to the yeah. channel or maybe saw it on instagram or something i'm not sure yeah yeah so yeah i did that's how i came up on it man uh with some from some back strong club did that you know got a love i started that channel with my Note five, man. Uh, way back and that's how old it is, man. <laughs> uh, got a love for cameras from that channel, man. Just started growing from there, man. Photography started the tech channel, and yeah, we are where we are now in the process of launching something very big in the near future. Yeah, man. I want to talk about that. Can we? Can because you know sometimes yeah. you can put your you can put your stuff out there, but you know somebody might. You know how people are about their, you know, their, their stuff. Yeah, so can we put you out there right yeah. now? Yeah, man. We, hey, we're here for it. All we're right. Well, it. let's put him out there, man. My man Tim is about to do something big, man. He's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, he's about to open up a podcasting <clears throat> podcasting and video shooting studio to, yes, you know, uh, for creators yeah. to go to. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I am opening up a podcasting studio where you can actually come and record audio podcasts. You can do video podcasts. You can do live streams. I also have a space in there for uh, photo shoots as well. Okay. Uh, just going to be kind of real chill vibe creative space, you know, so we Man, really got that going on. That's huge. That, that's really next level. And I say next level because, you know, most people um, will... Is that okay? What's what's Lighthouse? Is that you? That's going to be the name of the company, Lighthouse Production Group. Oh man, I yeah. like this man. I really like yeah. this man. What, where'd you come up with that name from? About mid last year, you okay. know, I've been kind of thinking about some, you know, legacy 
things. You know, we kind of talked about that before. Yeah. Um, and I felt like, honestly, man, you know, I'm a minister, you know, I do church thing and all stuff like that. And I feel like the Holy Spirit was saying like, hey, Lighthouse Production. Okay. And I was like, production studio and a group, something like that. And I was like, man, I don't want to do no movies. Like I'm not trying to do no Tyler Perry stuff, man. And so I just, I kind of brushed it to the side. Actually, it was the beginning of last year, brushed to the side. Uh-huh. Later on that, that year, uh, last year around November, it came back up when I started thinking about legacy uh, for my family. And then um, the Holy Spirit was like, hey, that's that's what I was telling you about, you know, Lighthouse. Yeah. And we're talking about podcasting and different things like that. I was like, oh, I got you. I got you. So Lighthouse for me, man, was basically there are a sea of creators out there. Yeah. The people are out there that are lost and they don't have the means to create. They don't have the means to do things on a, a you know what I'm saying, semi-professional level, you know, with equipment, yeah. with uh, the space. And so I want to be able to in that sea of darkness, I want to be that lighthouse, that light that people can actually see and kind of find their way. Man, I like that concept. I like the concept of you coming up with that that name and the whole the whole business concept. Because you're right, there's a lot of creators out there who really want to create, but they just don't have the means. I, I've known of creators uh, doing stuff. You know, uh, Jeff El Jefe, Jeff Mendez. Uh, uh, he he is the one that comes to mind when it when I think about like starting where you are at the man i think he had like a google pixel or something like that you know like man. four or five years ago and he was making some tight he was turning them jokes out <laughs> man like two or three times a week i'm man like had b-roll and everything man and yeah. i'm thinking he's got like i mean he's making like production quality stuff with a google pixel i think it was a pixel anyways when i found out he was using it i was like man it's, he, he is a better man than me you know, he's doing oh, way more left. than I'm doing with a phone and I got a real camera. Of course, he's <laughs> upgraded his, his stuff since then because he's awesome. But, right. you know, you start where you're at. But if you have a, yeah. a resource like what you're creating right there, you know, it just makes it much easier for somebody uh, to get started. Because I've had people ask me, you know, how do I start a podcast? What do I need and stuff like that? Because, you know, it's a whole it's a whole thing, man. You need cameras. You it need the, the podcast machine. You need the mics. You need all this different stuff. And a lot of people are not techies like us. So they don't really have interest or time or knowledge to go look for the right camera or the right microphone, or, you know, the things like right. that. They just want to talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So I got don't want to take the time to learn how to edit and post. And because yeah. there's a whole nother side of this, you know, con- creating content, man. Mm-hmm. Like people see like the, just you being on a video, but that's just the beginning. Now, you know, any person that's actually done any kind of YouTube videos noted for like a five to seven minute video, you're going to do at least about 30, 45 minutes worth of recording. I'm the king. And then it, take that back into to the back end over to the editing part of it, man. Then that's, you're talking about even more time. So people, when they actually start getting into it and seeing like, wow, that's a yeah. lot. They kind of like, nah, I'm good. And that's probably why a lot of people, quit before they even get started really you know Mm -hmm. they might record something but nobody ever sees it it never sees the light of day uh is because of everything that happens that needs to happen when the camera goes off so man kudos to you for you know starting a legacy for your family i want to talk about that because that's something i'm real big on but also creating something that's not really out there right now man there's so many people out there that want to create but the creating is what they know how to do, but that back end stuff, man, you know, there needs yeah. to be someone to, to be able to take care of that. Cause everybody can't be a one man show like you and I, everybody's not built that way. Right. And, and then tell you a funny thing, uh, to my man is that, um, even if you're if people to go to my channel right now, some take review, I probably got like, what about 300 subs of, handful of videos out there. But what I've actually learned is man, that th- what I did on those channels, that actually set groundwork. I'm, I, I'm, I'm coming to find me. I'm a producer. I'm a producer. Okay. I'm a back end producer. I had to do the stuff to learn it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But my love is actually basically having a project, putting it together and then putting it out there and seeing it to the finish. And I can do that and I can still help other people do that as well. So yeah, man, that's an interesting way to look at it. And you know, when people ask me what I do for a living, Every, it depends on who's asking me and what time of day they're asking me. And I will give them a different answer <laughs> because I don't know what I do for a living. The general thing is I'm a YouTuber, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And then I get millions of questions after that. 
Uh, but you have you just called yourself a producer, and I, I think you hit it right th- right there because you figured out what you what you enjoy doing, and you're turning mm-hmm. it into what you are doing. You know, you're not just being all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Right, you're right. Producing content, I, man. I'm glad we're having this talk. You're giving me some clarity right now. I mean, I'm not a producer, but right. But when you know you're lame, man, it makes things so much easier. Yeah, man. My yeah. God, when you know you're lame, you're trying to force yourself to do something that's not you. And I, I'm not knocking anybody what they do. Try it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See how it works. Uh, I'm not saying that I, I won't be in front of the the, the camera or anything like that at all. I'm just saying I know that my lane is production and putting things together on the back end and I can, I'm free in that, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm completely free. Hey, you know, it's interesting. You brought this particular topic up about being a producer. I just watched the first episode and maybe half of the second episode of this uh, Kanye West trilogy. Have you, have you delved into that at all? Not yet. Not yet. I didn't plan on it because, you know, I used to love Kanye, but, in recent times, he's just kind of put me off. So I was not interested right, at right. all. And I, I'm we there. full we disclosure, place. everybody. Me and my wife got into a big-ass fight last night. And I went upstairs, and I just turned on Netflix. <laughs> I turned on Netflix, and Kanye West came up. I was like, why not? I'm pissed off anyway. <laughs> Let me just right. watch this. <laughs> so just, you know what I'm saying? Paladon, right? Paladon. Yeah. <laughs> and I watched it, and I couldn't stop watching it, man. It's, I mean, the first part of it. Well, first and basically second part of it. I don't know if it gets any better as far as video quality, but it's recorded with like a, a pocket cam or something. I don't know when they start recording this stuff, like 1998 or something like that. And I remember those camcorders, shaky footage, dark footage, but it is so, so it just grasps you and you can't walk away from it. His early story right. is phenomenal. And he was a producer. He was making beats for people and, you know, he ends up making beats for Jay-Z, but Something inside of him said, I'm more than a producer. He was a fantastic mm-hmm. producer. Something inside of him said, I'm more than, than a producer. So the just to watch that early journey of him trying to get away from, I mean, he didn't want to get away from being a producer, but he wanted to be looked at as not just a producer. He was an excellent right, rapper. Right, right. And we all know that now, but the journey to get us to understand that, oh man, the backstory. Look, I know you feel some kind of way about Kanye. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but that is educational filming that you got to watch. The man is a genius, man. You can't deny that. He is you a cannot genius. Deny. I don't care what anybody says, man. He the way he gets into his mouth because I follow Kanye like from the beginning, mm-hmm. so I know what he's capable of doing. But like you said, just last mm, couple of years, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just been different. All putting, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, like I said, I, the dude is genius, and I, I definitely want to see it. But you think like what kind of a mind? Uh, he has that even back then in 1998 that he started recording the whole journey cataloging it that's vision that as a matter of fact i think the second episode or maybe the first episode is called vision and it's Mm -hmm. it's like he went into the future and came back and said let's do this (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh i'll be right back i gotta go find out what to do you don't need this for netflix you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah man the man is a genius and his friend that was recording this whole thing he's you know he's just as epic for doing it and staying by his side that whole time because i mean i think about my journeys you know (laughs) if you want to collect it all it's one journey but i've been on a lot of journeys and i have not cataloged it all and it's not that i've made it anywhere really but you know it's just i wouldn't love to you know like recall some of the stuff in in vivid color you know of what right, I was doing right. in that era of my life to get to where I am today. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely, definitely. And the most we have, you know, most forethought a lot of people have is just taking pictures, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so you try to keep those pictures as much as possible. Uh, and now I'm happy that you have, a, you know, we have places where we can actually store digital content mm-hmm. in the clouds and different things like that because you know, I'm, 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 I'll be turning 42 this year, you know, so I'm, I'm an 80 baby. I'm not like a 1989 80s baby. I'm like a 1980 80s, 80s baby. baby. You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> so I remember the black and white TV. So yep. so I remember the big old photo albums, you know, used to have in, uh, in the house, man. Yeah. And, you know, old, old pictures, man. But, you know, 
we have it so good now, man, that we we can. If there was ever time to start chronolog, chrono, chron- I don't know. You know the word. You know what I'm saying? I can't say it either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> to start actually taking record and you know taking down stuff, man, and, and making a, a a journal or a a digital journal yeah. for your family. You know to go back and look at, man. This is we have the time to do it now. Yeah. Yep. I remember when uh when my kid was younger, man, I took all the pictures. All mm-hmm. when I say all the pictures, I literally have. I remember porting over uh, all my digital content, whether it's videos from band re- recitals or whatever, soccer. I, I ported it over from Microsoft uh, OneDrive to Google Photos, and that's when I figured out my child how yeah. important my child is. I got one, and I had like I think what is it 104 gig worth of worth of material that was porting over yeah. 78 gig of it was him <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> 78 gigabytes i say hey man don't you ever say i love you <laughs> right right <laughs> don't you say i wasn't there <laughs> speak louder than words man right <laughs> yeah man i got that stuff on video that's how much yeah. i love you oh man yeah how I many kids you got so, wait a minute you got a whole basketball team what you got like five six kids man man hold on man hold on hold on don't do that don't. Come on. Uh, <laughs> i got i got uh four that i know of that's, oh, what, that's what i tell everybody you know what i'm saying yeah, like okay. i can't be held responsible for the ones i don't know you know what i'm saying so i got four i know I'm it was that one time in thailand family, is what you're telling me <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That one time at band camp. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man. Okay, yeah, wait, man. wait, wait. Okay, let me look on the screen here. Okay, so Sharonda, she's. I'm assuming she's the oldest. No, that's my wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, she, yeah. She doesn't look like young, young. She looks, you know, young, but like not like your kid, young. I take it. I take it. I Beautiful take it. wife, man. It. Beautiful wife, gorgeous. <laughs> and you. McKinley, I'm assuming uh, she, oh, she's the oldest. She's turning 16 this year. Okay, you got yeah. 16-year-old baby girl and Tim uh-huh. Jr., he's the second, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. He's he's 10. All right, and Daniel, am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes, sir. All Daniel right. is eight. Eight years old, and Benjamin is? It's six. Six. Dude, okay, so you are past the, uh, well, with Benjamin, by the time you had the other three, you already know what you're doing. And yeah, yeah, we we were on coast. We were coasting at, yeah. at that point. I usually tell people they in the trenches at around five or six years old still, but no, man, you got your stuff straight, man. Good looking family. Look at that family right there. And the hammer, it, you know, it, and Sharonda, Sharonda, if you watching this, I want you to. I'm, I got you, Tim. Don't worry, Sharonda. I want you to appreciate this man for being able to do photography for your family. Okay, because I'm sure there's a lot of pictures that he is not in. <laughs> because he is behind the camera <laughs> right <laughs> all these good looking photos he be taking to you yeah. and the boys and, and your baby girl he ain't in them because he's behind the camera you need to appreciate that man i got you tim i got you <laughs> you know you know other people can say stuff we can't say you know yeah i've been yeah. married for a long time <laughs> i got you i got you <laughs> which one is the one that gives you the most grief it makes you think dang man i should have had me. <laughs> Oh, funny story about that. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know what? Honestly, uh, I know a lot of people say, oh, my kids are just good. They're good. They I, I actually have a, I have a good group of kids, man. Like, they don't get in trouble at school. They don't, you know, they bicker and fight with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, the one that's the craziest is Daniel. He's just okay. a uh, middle child. Okay. Kind yeah. Of middle. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> He's the middle of the boys, yeah. Okay. And he is, he has such a personality. He's so smart. Like, he's just, like, so far above his age. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? When, he, when it comes to processing information, man. So, uh, we actually call him Google. Because uh, really? he just he just come up like, hey, 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 mom, did you know that uh, the circumference of, uh, uh, of the earth is blah, 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 blah? <laughs> and just walk away. <laughs> What? So he just be spitting out information like yeah. like the little that's, Google thing that's random. when you didn't ask for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, seriously. Like Alexa always listening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, man. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, that's like the my, my, my baby boy, Ben, he's the sports person. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So he thinks he's a ninja. So he flips around on everything, jumps on everything. And okay. he watched these little boys on, <laughs> on YouTube called Ninja Kids uh, TV. Uh-huh. And so... He that's a, that's what he does. TJ is the uh he's the kind of uh 
at he draws and he actually gets with a garage band and different instruments in a garage mm-hmm. band to start exploring and changing sounds and pitches and different things like that, slowing it down. So, so that's what he does. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They all like video games. And McKinley, she's a creative in the making. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So she, she, we working with her trying to get her <clears throat> set up, man. So she's 16. So, um, when we got cut off and we were talking on the phone not too long ago, we were just getting cut off where you talked about her going to college or plans for anything like that. And you told me that you had a conversation with her regarding whether or not she decided to go to college. You remember that? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. And go ahead. Yeah. I just simply tell him, I was telling her, man, like the main thing for me and your mom is that we want you to be successful. Uh, And different people have different, visions of what successful is of different realities of what successful is and so i'm like man if you can i don't care if you work a job at mcdonald's uh flipping burgers and fries as long as you're living within your means your bills are paid you're happy that's successful you know Mm -hmm. and so when it comes to college you know we definitely want you to try college um because you know we want you to get out there and have some experiences but if you try and it's not for you hey we get it you know, yeah. again, our main goal is to find something to be successful in it, live within your means, find happiness. And that's 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 the main goal. Man, I remember when you told me that it 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 hit deep with me because I had that conversation. Well, I did not have quite that conversation with my son before he started school, but I was trying to have it. And I didn't know how to have that conversation with him because of fear. Uh, my fear in my fatherhood, I'm thinking to myself, um, none of the men in my family went to college. Um, I think the first one was my baby cousin. Uh, his name is Cameron. He's going to be on the show at some point. And, Mm -hmm. uh, then me and my cousin, Jessica, we are the oldest children really. And so we both have children right now. They're basically like, I don't know, three months apart and they're both in college right now. And because of that, because, I went straight to the military, got out and started my life and started my life with a family right out of the military. Um, I just feel like, yeah, I've, I've done fine, but I, I, I'm like a rhino. You know what I mean? Everything just bounces off me. You know, I got this thick ass skin <laughs> and I got right, a, a, right. this raging Taurus inside of me that just does things and makes it happen. I've always been an entrepreneur. So I don't think there should have been ever any question or not whether I was going to make it more make something of mm-hmm. myself but my boy ain't built like that <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> i love my son to death i would lie down on a railroad track for that boy but he is not right. built like me and out of fear because i feel like some people need to go the college route i did not want to tell him from coming from his dad that you know you have the option <laughs> to go to college or right. not in my household with, with me and yeah. my wife it is a standard of living even though i didn't go she went she you know she's mm-hmm. made a great career for herself but it became a standard you know you're going to go to college don't ask me no questions about that just pick which which one you're going to <laughs> that's pretty much right. what it is right. and uh, he's doing great by the way a fantastic kid he, he just turned 21 doing great he's uh majoring in accounting and he's already uh I think he got his internship. He's interviewing and I I think he's chosen one already. He's going to do well. But that conversation, man, when you told me that it like hit me in my stomach, like, Ooh, man, how was that to be able to tell your kid in confidence? You have a choice. I I believe you got a choice. The thing is, is that putting it out here in the atmosphere, I'm not, kicking against college at all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm an advocate for uh, continue, continue education, uh, but that can come in the form of college, that can come in the form of trade school, that can come in the form of mentorship, it can come in the form of interning. Co- uh, continue education is real big, but the thing is, is how many people have do you know personally, and that's you, Antoine, and everybody that's watching, do you know personally who went to school for four, six, 12 years, have hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, not working in the career field that actually got the degree in miserable. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And like, man, I wish I had that time and that money back. Yeah. Like, Bro, well, I mean, you I'm, know, I'm with you on that aspect. I can't count on my fingers and toes how many people I know in that situation. But like I said, it's yeah. just 
the fear of yeah. telling your own child that, man, you have courage. That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. You're a courageous yeah. man, and I'm proud of you <laughs> for even being, being able to stand up in front of your child and have that conversation with them and, and guide right. them like that. Because that takes a lot of courage as a father, man. man I appreciate it. I just I want to set them up right. And yeah. going back to, like, legacy again, man, like, um, you know, ideally uh, in society, each the next generation should do better than the next generation, you know what I'm saying? Than the previous generation, yeah. ideally, you know? So if I look back at my family, uh, I know what my, where my father's fathers come from. My father came from, I know where I am now. And it has been a, a continual progression in lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? And uh, resources, it's just, it's just been a continual progression. And I want to, I want to do that for them also, but not just financial progression, but mental health you know what i'm saying yeah. uh not being stressed or depressed and all stuff like that uh emotional health i want to be able to see them be happy you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and and not have to be worried about a right race uh clocking in going to a job because i've done it like i've, I've done it a yeah. long my god you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i've Dude, done it i think uh all, making i don't i mean i hate to interrupt you man but I feel like we all got sold a bad bill of goods when it came to what the American dream and happiness is. And you touching on it right yeah. now, man, we were chasing somebody else's picture, you know, and trying to squeeze ourselves into it. You know, we was photobombing right. somebody else's picture is what we were doing. <laughs> but these kids, they, they have it. I'm telling her too, like, and I know we touched on like, they have it so good now, mm -hmm. you know, they have it so many more options than we have because it, you know, at a one point in time, it's just like, yeah, go to school, get education, get a good job, live your life. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, a house, picket fence, two, a wife, two kids, and a dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was the American dream, you know? Mm -hmm. But they have so many more avenues with entrepreneurship, with, um, I don't even know what you call this thing now, the uh, content creation, uh, social media influencing, brand deals, uh, social media marketing, YouTube, Twitch. I mean, there's just so many more avenues out there and you still got your real estate and your car sales and your, everything else is still there too. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you just have so many more options. Now we got more. Yeah. And a lot of people, uh, I guess people our age, you know, in their forties, maybe early fifties, but you know, the generation prior to us, our parents, they still don't get it. <laughs> nah. They still don't get nah. it. They, they're still kind of stuck in that traditional way of uh, making a living and living your life. And we have evolved as, as a human race. And we have also simultaneously devolved as a human race. I, I can honestly right. say that. That's real. But uh, we have to accept that there are more avenues out there. And we have to, if we're going to continue moving forward, we have to open up our minds and let us, ch let our children take those avenues with yeah. confidence and backing from us as parents. And try, like I said, I try to get out there early too. Like I'm telling her now about YouTube, telling her now about photography. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling about these different kind of traits. That, babe, always have something you fall back on. Even if you don't do it full time, have these things in your pocket. Uh, because now you're 15 now. Mm -hmm. You're turning 16 this year. You are still at home with mom and daddy that's paying all the bills. Go out there and take your risks now. With our money, you know, so and <laughs> like so to speak, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, take your take your risk, get your bumps, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Take your bruises now. And then when, by the time you get old enough, you know, 20, 20 something years old, you already got all that experience under your belt. And now you're on cruise control. Yeah, man, I like that. That concept, man. I'm not saying I wish I had it to do all over again. Well, no, I don't. I don't want to go back to, you know, parenting again. <laughs> but I mean, I. You know, if I could do it again, seriously, some of the advice you just gave me, I don't know if you realize it, but you just gave me parenting advice for my past self. Uh, I wish I could have had some of that advice, man, because, you know, this shit don't come with an instruction manual. <laughs> Your instruction manual is what happened to you when you were a kid and you pick out the pieces that you liked versus the pieces you didn't like, like getting too many whoopings or something. And you say, right. okay, I'm never going to do this to my kid, but I'm going to do this to my kid. That's your instruction manual. And I will tell you, mm -hmm. these are terrible manuals. That, that <laughs> They're terrible manuals that I got no. handed. And even all those books and stuff that were being written back in the day, what to do when uh. expecting and all this other stuff like that. Man, those books are so old. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, 
80s, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Very early concepts. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? 70s, 80s, stuff like that. And people are still reading. Don't get me wrong. I know it's still good advice, good information in there. But like you said, man, the world is changing. Yeah. It's evolving. I was talking about time, it takes a village. And so the information mm-hmm. that, that, that they have, that they went through and they experienced, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They can give to us. And then, like you said, it's like a building block. You're building on top of it. And so... That's how we're we're pushing on to the future. Yeah, and you're right, man. It does take a village. I know we, especially as men, we try to take care of everything on our own. The man of the house, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to to parenting, and and you know, even when outside advice comes in, (laughs) you know, it's like I didn't ask for this. It's unsolicited advice, but it's that village coming in saying, "Hey, man, I might have been through this one time before. You know, maybe you want to add to your to your stuff. You know, but you know, being a prideful man of your kingdom." A king of your kingdom, you know, it's hard to accept those things sometimes, but you got it, man. It does take a village, man. It really does. So your daughter, she, you know, you're telling her all these great things doing fatherhood, right? And she is coming up in this age. I'll be honest with you, man. I don't know if I could have made it. <laughs> I grew up as a tough kid in, in the eighties and nineties. And I, I, you know, mm-hmm. I went through the nineties as a young black kid in a, like lower income, middle income, suburban area. Mm-hmm. That was that was tough enough, right? Yeah, like, man. Yeah. I don't know if I can make it with what these kids got going on today, man. It's a lot going on, man. <laughs> and you know, is, for, man. for me, it was more. It was more physical, a lot of mental. You know, staying out of trouble. You know, and, and trying to be somebody. But with these kids today, it is all mental, and it it's it never all- stops. When you went in the house back in the nineties when we was growing up. It kind of stopped because all you had was yeah. a phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you mm-hmm. get on TV, you watch some BET or something, but you know, that's mm-hmm. all, you know, candy and rainbows. But man, kids come home today. That shit gets it's just getting started when you walk in the house. You know, right. this, now, right. now you got right. this thing. Oh man. I don't and know. And then all social it. media, man, and everything else that's out there, man. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's it's different. Yeah, uh it's, it's funny different. you said, man, uh you're like more like than my think. Man, I, I call where I grew up just kind of like you. Uh-huh. I grew up in the hood. Okay. Uh, some folks might grow up in the projects. I I grew up in the hood though. You know, okay. the hood is you like a step up and above the project. <laughs> yeah, just, just just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't grow up in the projects. I grew yeah. up in the hood. You right. better ask somebody. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh yeah, it, it is it's all mental, man. And so it's a whole different ball game because even bullying back in the day was physical. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And once all you had once to do you get bullied and you <laughs> if you get enough courage to punch them back, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. That's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? It's a wrap. That's that's it. This thing is it's different now, bro. It's oh, just different. Man. These kids are challenging each other, man, daily. It's like mm-hmm. gladiators out there in them internet streets. Oh man, it's terrible. I had a uh, church member of mine, man. She just switched over from being an accountant to being a teacher. Mm-hmm. And you talking about being a student nowadays, uh, being hard. I can I can't I can't imagine leaving a corporate job going to public school. I think it's junior high school, mm-hmm. where these kids already think they're grown, they think they know everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can't tell them nothing, and they're crazy. Well, yeah, I say all of them. You know what I'm saying? But you know, no, you know how it is. It's, it's just different. <laughs> it's, it's a different day and age. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's it's tough. But, you know, we also have this thing that I'm really cognitive of now at this particular stage in my life because I am tired. Uh, this hustle culture. I don't know when it got started. Um, I don't know how it got started, but it, I think it was something that sounded sexy. You know, I, w- I was talking to to these guys, DHRME, uh, earlier in the week. They're a pair of guys who do headphone videos and stuff. And I was telling them that, you know, even my logo is hustle hard, stay humble. Now, I'm always, I've always been a hustle. I've always hustled hard. But I didn't know if there was ever going to be an end to the hustle. <laughs> it just continues, right? And then hustle uh-huh. culture. I don't know. Is that a thing, hustle culture? It is now. Uh, where you get online and you see all these memes, you see people making videos about, you know, not sleeping, you know, because you got to be working all night to accomplish whatever, you know, grind, 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 grind. And I do believe in that to a certain degree, but man, you got to know how to turn that mess off because I have seen both sides of, I've seen the results of the hard work. I mean, I'm in a good place in life where I'm, 
I'm genuinely happy for the most part. But mm-hmm. on the way here, I was that guy who neglected my family because I was grinding so hard. You know, I missed out on yeah. opportunities or time with my son, uh, arguments with my wife, missed time with my wife. Uh, hell, I probably missed time with myself because I was grinding so hard. So how do you navigate mm-hmm. through that kind of world now as a 42 year old man? And how do you guide your kid? you know, through that now, you know, cause you got to stop and smell the roses. And once you tell me your input right. on this, I'm a, I'm a bring up an excerpt from my favorite book called the alchemist. One of my favorite books. Go ahead. Okay. So honestly, man, um, the best way I kind of deal with it is actually having a structure, mm-hmm. uh, prioritizing and having a structure, um, because I am working a full-time job. I am doing photography. I have a full-time, uh, wife a full-time have full-time kids you know what i'm saying and uh i'm trying to start this business uh you have to kind of set your priorities and then you have to plan your time um at a certain time in, in the evening uh typically you know uh i i i stop what i'm doing and i spend time with my family you know what i'm saying it, it's, it's just a priority they are a priority and so uh if if because i've seen it i've seen even especially like in churches where you have pastors who pastor so hard, you know what I'm saying? This grind is so hard pastoring that they neglect their family and then their children grow up and resent the church because their father spent more time with the people in the church than he did with his family. And so I, I don't ever want that to be um, something that's happening in my house. So I make sure I spend time with my family uh, for the time period, the period I have, you know, set up. So I, Hey, this is what I'm going to do for, with my family, for my family. We go out walking, eating, you know what I'm saying? Different things like that. Uh, but the other times, yeah, I have to make sure that I am not wasting time at that point because you can't, you can't just coast into, if you got a lot of things going on, you have to actually actively make time and then uh, once you make the time and you plan that stuff out, it kind of frees your mind because you're not stressing. You're like, okay, well, man, if I say I'm going to set an hour aside for this one thing, you know what? Once that hour is up, I'm going to close the book until tomorrow, you know? And that's just that. You know, I don't have to worry about it. I'm not going to stress over it. Uh, it's going to be there when I get back tomorrow. So then I open the book back up. And so it's just more <laughs> for me about prioritizing and planning. So. See, we we got on this podcast in the very beginning. I, didn't, I don't think I had the camera rolling at this point, but we're talking about having your stuff together. <laughs> uh-huh. This is a man who's got his stuff together, man. <laughs> you know, to be able to have that 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 either mental clock or a, an alarm on your phone to tell you, hey, it's family time, and actually have the discipline to follow through with that, and then get your family to have the discipline. Or, you know, the fear of you to follow through with that. <laughs> I, I mean, I do remember eras in time where I was cognitive of, hey, we're losing touch here as a family when my boy was at home. So, you know, I, you know, bring along a little box, tell them, put the phones in there and we just going to sit here and we going, to I don't know, play, do a puzzle or something for an hour. You know, we had our time yeah. where we would just, uh, you know, one, one memory I had with my mama back in the day, uh, we would. It was Thursday night, I believe. We watched the Cosby show. And uh, it was a different world that came on after that. And that was our hour. That was whatever we was doing. We all, we both came. It was, I grew up, uh, she was a single mom. I was the only kid. We go in the living room or I'd be in her room on the bed and we'd be watching the Cosby show and a different world for that hour. And then on Tuesday night, it might have been Roseanne or something like that. You remember them days? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. You have to actually wait till the next week to watch yes, the next yes. episode. You could just watch all that shit at one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was our, our time. And any other time I was outside doing stuff, destroying the neighborhood or, you know, doing something crazy. And she was doing her thing. But that one hour of the week, it was us. I, I, that was yeah. great. That was a great memory. So, you know. You know, the fact that you are doing that now with your family, that's actually huge because we're so I'm going to put up my little quote, my air quote. We're so busy and preoccupied with stuff, but it's not that we're busy. We just prioritizing the wrong shit. That's really what right. it is. <laughs> and now everyone come off like, but I like I ain't got it all together. Like this is a, a daily walk, walking experiment. You know but what I'm saying? Like, it, you're I'm, doing it. It's just like you're making a a, a a dish with recipe. You know what I'm saying? You don't have no recipe. You're just trying stuff. Oh, that didn't work last time. I'm going to take that out. Let's try this over here. 
oh, that was good. I'm gonna keep that in. Let's do something else. So it's yeah. that's that's what it is for me. It's, we we're walking in it. Yeah, that made me think about my wife when she cooks. Sometimes, like she, some, most of the time, she knows what she's cooking because she's done it before. But then there's some mm-hmm. things where I say, all right, what, what's in there? It smells good. She says, I don't know. I just put some season on it and wish it luck. And too much surprise. Huh? Yeah, I man. Close the oven. Right. Good luck. <laughs> we'll see you when we see you. <laughs> It'll be the best meal sometime, it though, do, man. man. And I'll be sitting at the table eating like, mm, I'd order this again. Right. <laughs> All right, man. Here's my one of my favorite segments of the show. Pull out your phone, bro. I need to see what's in your YouTube feed. Man, uh, I, I knew it was coming. So, uh, <laughs> I just pulled up. I just put it up uh, on the website, and I ain't touch. I ain't touch anything. So okay. it just is what it is. Okay. All right. Oh, you got oh, the man. whole thing. Okay. What we got there? I see me. All right. What we got there? It's some some wrestling. It's somebody commentating over yeah. a wrestling move or something. So it's uh. Let's do this right quick. Move this over just a little bit. So yeah. So I, I used to watch wrestling. Me and my kids watch wrestling and stuff like that, man. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't do it as much now, but I still like get co- the follow up on the news and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Ecamm Live, which is the software I'm using right now, so I'm always listening to that. Okay. One of my little guilty favorites, man, is this uh, watching First Amendment auditors. I don't know if you ever seen them. Where is that? Uh, so it's like the third one from on the top, like where it says owned. Okay. What is it? These people go out there, man. They'll do stuff purposely, knowing oh. they're within the bounds of the law, and let police come up to them and. They they just talk crazy to the police, man. They just like, man, I know my rights. You're not going to violate my right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, you might try to with somebody else. And it's the funniest thing to me. Like, I, I'm not anti-cop at all. Let's camp out on, on that for a second because I've watched those videos before. You know, yeah. some there are some law enforcement that are just true assholes, right? They wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and it could be every morning. It could be an isolated morning. They just feel like being a dick that day, right? But then, yeah. you know, there's a lot of them. Like, hell, I got pulled over for really speeding about a month ago, two months ago. And dude just let me go, told me I had a nice jacket. And this was a white cop. <laughs> he said, nice car, nice jacket, slow down. And he let me go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't get this man no trouble, man. I just gave him my license, you know, and it was it was all good. These cats, man, I know some of these cops might come off to be assholes, but why are you pushing these people, man, on purpose? I don't understand. What is your take on all this? It's a new day and age, man. With everybody has a 4K cinema camera in their pocket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so a lot of stuff that people used to get away with, you know, I'm saying we talk about cops. Mm-hmm. Lots of cops used to get away with. And, and you know, we brothers and everything like that. But I'm not saying just with, with black uh, people in general, I'm just saying in general, just all wherever they can't get away with it no more. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they're holding these people accountable and they will antagonize and taunt and push and push, you know what I'm saying? Knowing they're still within their rights, freedom of speech and uh, to assemble and this, that, and the other. And so it is, it shows like there's a gap and knowledge in a lot of these different places when it comes to officers and stuff. So, and, and again, like it's just, it's, it's funny to me, man, because they'd be going smooth off on the miles. Of I feel like, yes, it's educational to a degree. Cause it's telling you, it's telling us the viewer that we do have these rights that we may or may yes. not know about. And so if you ever get into a situation like this, you don't have to just be bullied, right? You, you have yes. these rights. I, I appreciate that aspect of it, but what I cannot appreciate it, pray, uh, appreciate and I'm totally against is pushing somebody to the very edge. It's almost like when you were, I don't know if you got siblings or whatever, cousins or whatever. And they like, man, leave me alone. And you just, you got the finger up to their nose. Like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching. Right, right, doing. right. You know what I'm saying? And then your cousin just bust you in the nose. It's like, man, I didn't touch you though. You were too close. Right. You were too close. Mama, mama, I ain't even touch him. That's what I'm saying. So it's yeah. like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Boom. He bust you in the nose. You didn't touch him, but you was too damn close, bro. You right. was too close. Right. You should have known you was too close. <laughs> right, right. So, oh man. So I, I watch this stuff, and then um, one of my other little guilty pleasures, man, is uh, you know, you have these people like different place, different country calling, doing scams on old older people <laughs> you in their bank accounts and stuff man. like that. 
Uh, yeah, I don't just I, I've seen that yeah. before. And so I watch these other people who actually scam the scammers. You know what oh, I'm saying? That will okay. impersonate people, like they impersonate like act like they're a little old old woman or something like that. Yeah. And just get into these people's uh bank, I mean their uh computer files and just delete all their uh, files and get their bank account numbers and damn. report them to the FCC or whoever it is, the banking people and have those accounts closed out. Uh, so yeah, man. Yeah. All right, man, you got it. You have a very broad YouTube feed there. I see some PC stuff. What's these these vloggers right here? It looks like a black couple at like a resort or something like that. I can't. It's kind of blurry. I yeah. can't really see it. Uh, it is. They are uh, some more people who actually work with uh, Ecamm Live. OK, so, uh, it's just more stuff like that uh, about the software and which is going to be one of the biggest keys when I open the studio, gotcha. man. Uh, so man, that's, I just, that's, I like to do my research. That's a good look at YouTube feed. You got there. Nothing weird or grotesque that, that sticks out. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually a little disappointed. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I mean, my, uh, I got my battle rap down here too, man. You got some battle rap. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Is that on the uh, bottom right there? At, yeah. Okay, probably still right now there. Off, uh, and I, I like all this stuff like that too. So, all right. Man, my YouTube feed is wild these days, man. I've just been all over the place. Let me see what I got today. I know Shuler King is going to pop up probably first on the roster. Yeah, and I, I get all the Shuler King videos. Oh, I mm -hmm. got DVZM Media. I got a photo here. I've been watching a lot of basketball stuff. I'm not a huge sports fan. I don't watch sports anymore, but I like these highlights of people just getting dunked on or disrespected. Yeah. You know, somebody just dunk on you, just ho ho just get the crotch all in your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I got a couple of friends that, you know, just popped up because I like to support my homies, you know, stuff like that. Uh, luckily, I've got no videos of weird stuff like, you know, young Asian girls eating octopus legs and Know, hoof scraping yeah man. That, that's I get who you had an in interview with man and you had you were talking no i think that was uh technically t uh take t yeah uh, top of the asmr man <laughs> hey man <laughs> that's a whole that other podcast funny, bro <laughs> i can go off on some asmr the stuff is just oh man it's just such a big field it's all kinds of mm -hmm. stuff man and it gets it goes from weird to really dark and yeah. maybe i shouldn't be watching this kind of stuff <laughs> yeah my wife and my uh, daughter they watch the uh simply satisfying or something like that videos where okay. people will be like uh you know painting fingernails or running over uh paint bottles and watching the paint splat out just oh, that you know different cool. things like yeah man you know i like watching videos of this i don't know if it's different people or maybe it's just one guy i keep running into He'll take like an old Zippo lighter that's just like from mm -hmm. like whenever the Zippo was first made, like the early 1800s, and it's all mm -hmm. beat up to crap. And he will just completely restore that thing from like the yeah. little flint and everything. I'm like, and I'll just sit there and watch it, man. It's just relaxing to watch, man. I told my wife, uh, my my simply satisfying videos now. I mean, it really is has gotten to a point where I just watch desk setups. Mm -hmm. I do. I just okay. uh, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Randall Frank P. Mm -mm. Uh, but he he does a lot of like gaming stuff and but he does desk reviews and critiques and stuff like that man i was just up and watch desk reviews all day and it, i'm not even really paying attention it's just on and it's gear you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i got you <laughs> it's I just gear you. i got you man i think i suffer from uh you know i don't even hear the term gas say, say. uh gear accusation syndrome ah <laughs> yeah so Say that again, yeah. man. <laughs> gas. Like, yeah, I got gas. Yeah, uh, okay. Gear, accusi gear acquisition syndrome. So oh, I just want to get stuff just to be getting it, man. Yeah, I, I've definitely had my bouts with this uh, gas. I didn't know I had a real medical condition. You know, you just go through stuff and you <laughs> you know something's wrong with you, but it ain't got no title. I appreciate you right. telling me I, I had gas. Because <laughs> the Amazon driver was yeah. like, bro, you, you think you might want to bundle some of these deliveries? Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm here. Like, That's when you know you day. got a problem, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it don't be nothing but this little package. And then tomorrow it'd be like a big one. Then the next day, a little one. That new stuff. Uh, it's an addiction, man. Golly. So what's your favorite new stuff like right now? What kind of tech are you using? Like, I want to talk about phone, your tablet. Well, you're an Apple dude, ain't you? I, I converted, man. I did. I did. Hey, everybody. Man, I so it's to... been good talking to Tim. He's a great guy. <laughs> well, he was a great guy. It's been nice to <laughs> 
man. I used to be the biggest Apple hater, man. I used to work at a Sprint store uh-huh. uh, years ago, man. And I used to, man, I used to be the biggest Apple hater. Uh, back, this was back like when uh, HTC Evo was first came out. First came out. Solid days, That's a long man. time ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, but I end up switching over maybe like 2018, 2019, 2018. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, just, I went, I went all in, man. I have the uh 2018 macbook pro i i have a iphone 13 pro i actually just picked up the uh m1 mac mini nice so Uh, what made you say okay i'm just done with android and windows i'm just gonna just convert just go full bore into the apple ecosystem like that's man that's that gives me anxiety just to think about switching to anything like that Again, this is when I was I was actually doing the YouTube pretty good, uh-huh. and I had a bunch of crappy laptops, and it wasn't it wasn't the laptop. I mean, you know, it wasn't the laptop's fault. You know what I'm saying? They were just not made for what I was doing, yeah. and so I let it uh, skew my judgment. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I'm done with I'm done with Windows stuff crashing and yeah. uh, motherboards having to be replaced, all stuff like that. Like, you know, just it was crazy. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm done. I'm finna get uh, a MacBook. You know what I'm saying? Because all the other creators. You know what I'm saying? It was the creator's, um, you know, device, you know. But one thing I, I, I did like about it, man, it's about the ecosystem. That's the on, that's one of the main things I love about it. Everything if I do something on my phone, together. it's on a computer, yeah. it's on the uh, everything. It's on my cause I got iPad Pro and all the stuff like that, too. You know, I think it's sad that Android is just now, like, man, they've been trying, but I feel like we're at the peak of it right now. Uh, where it's not even just Android, it's really, uh, I would say maybe Google and Samsung, but I'm really speaking more yeah. about Samsung, is where they have an, a real ecosystem that works together with phone and tablet. Right. And I have a Samsung laptop, uh, and they all three play very, very nice together. And Samsung is bringing in Windows now into this ecosystem, and I think that's great, <laughs> but that is the number one problem. I think if they would have caught that years and years ago, as Apple was on the rise when with this walled garden ecosystem stuff, people would not have this negative uh, opinion about Windows and Android because, you know, Apple has one product, you know, one product per se. It's, it's the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is the phone. Where it's an iPhone. Doesn't matter which one you got. Mm-hmm. It is the iPhone. And then you have the iPad. And then you have mm-hmm. the Mac. And any version of that is pretty damn good, right? But it's just a right, version right. of one thing, whereas Android has a gajillion friggin' phones. Right. Windows has a gajillion. It's on a gajillion different devices, and there's just been so much fragmentation. I don't understand why we need it. I know people like to have budget devices because everybody can't afford the top tier stuff. Mm-hmm. But damn, man, did it have to be Windows and Samsung? And it's one of those things where I think Samsung for a while they tried to get on board with the Tizen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, their own kind of, you know, phone system or what have you, or ecosystem thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how good that took off, but it makes it easier for Apple to um, secure it. Yeah, if I got to make this, this one thing, I just make it one time, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I can perfect it because I don't have to make it for uh, Nokia, LG, yeah. Motorola, Samsung, and all these other people, you know, who, have different products everything is in-house i remember saying that when i did my first uh iphone review video it works Mm -hmm. so well and it is gonna it's gonna be such a great experience because everything is in-house you don't have to order out for nothing it's like being at a resort it is all inclusive (laughs) one thing for me too man is that i had gotten to the point like i worked at the phone store i'm Mm -hmm. i'm the phone person like my mom and dad call my aunties because everybody if they have a problem with their phone or Mm -hmm. electronic they call me. So you the family so I got support. to the point where, okay. yeah, so I'm just like, uh, I got to the point where I was like, uh, with the phones, I stopped customizing my Android phones mm-hmm. and I just started using the basic stuff. Okay. Now, if, if I was only using the basic stuff, I could use that on a, any phone, you know what I'm That's saying? True. Like yeah. any platform, you know so what I'm saying? So it was easier anyway. for me to go ahead and scoot over. Yeah. Okay. Huh? So you were kind of one foot out the door anyway, by not yeah. taking advantage of the open source technology. Right, right. Got you. Okay. Dude, I don't know yeah. what I would do. I got the new Samsung S22 Ultra. I got the new S8 tablet. Yeah, Tab S8 Ultra. Uh, I'll be honest with you, man. I don't do all the heavy. I don't I don't 
uh, I don't flash my phone. What do they call it? Um, you know what I'm talking uh, about. Unlock jailbreak. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't do custom ROMs or anything. I stopped doing that in like right. 2000, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I do like having control over where my stuff goes on my phone. I like the widgets. I'm, I know Apple has widgets. Still not the same though. I, I just like having that. <laughs> that kind of control to customize in a sense of where I want things <laughs> and how I want them to work. Mm-hmm. But I don't go deep in there. You know what I mean? I don't need a custom right. ROM or I don't even change, you know, Samsung has their one UI. I freaking love it. I don't go in and change the home launcher or nothing like that. I like what Samsung does. Um, right. I tried a pixel for the first time uh, last year, late last year, I guess. Uh, what was it? Pixel six or something like that. It was a nice phone. It worked as promised, but I didn't like it. Because I felt like it was missing that Samsung flair, you know what I mean? Overlay, you know, yeah, Samsung yeah. throws That's everything. Like Android, in like if you if you're in that game, you know, which some of the launchers and all stuff like yeah. that, a stock Android is, hey, that's where to be. You know what I'm saying? But again, man, I was like, I got tired of all this stuff, man. I just want to, I'm for my phone personally. All thing I was doing was making calls. I was searching the web, mm-hmm. doing a little social media, and maybe a few pictures here and there. You know, that brings up a good question. Hello. There's a whole army out there. The, you know, the Samsung and the Android people are still fighting. You know that, right? <laughs> they are still at war with each other. I, mm-hmm. I used to be on the front lines, but then I said, man, this is crazy. <laughs> so I just stepped back yeah. a little bit. But they still fighting. But here's the thing. I feel like, uh, yeah, like I just explained, I like being able to customize certain elements of my experience on the phone. But it's not that heavy-duty mm-hmm. stuff, right? But right. for the most part, do you? I'm starting to feel like phones. I hate to say the word boring, but I think we're there. I don't think no, there's that's really. Real, yeah. That's real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we got a new camera, but the old camera was good. Yeah, this was better. But yeah. matter of fact, I did a vlog video of of uh, my new house. I, I bought an investment property. I saw that man. I saw it today. Actually, did you see the video? Okay, so yeah. I did that whole video. Congrats, man. With the phone. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, this is a pretty good quality. Yeah, you can tell it's not like a, you know, a DSLR, but this is a good quality. Mm-hmm. You know, for the person that I kept it on auto the whole time and I was using the phone mic and I was like, this is usable. I'm going to use this in my vlog. I'm just going to do the whole dang thing with this. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking I could have did this with the Note 20, could have did it with the Note 10. You know what I mean? They, they've all been great. Yeah, they yeah. are better than the last one, but aren't they supposed to be? But you ain't doing nothing you know, groundbreaking and life changing. You know what, you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. Like, I think we're there with the phones. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think the tablets and, and should be next. Like how how much can you how much more RAM can you put? Who's using all this RAM anyway? Who's and using all, that all this space memory? Yeah, you man, know what people I'm saying? are like, mad about not getting a memory card slot right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. If you got more so I got I ended up getting lucky and gotten getting a two fifty six gig storage. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the same price as the the lower one, the one twenty five, whatever. Uh, but I use uh, about eighty gig. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I, I'm that's not a I know how to delete stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if I if I need more space, that's why I talk about. Um, I I purchase more space. You know what I'm saying? Memory space uh-huh. in the cloud. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. I'm not worried about about space well, like that. I guess that's most people's argument is that they don't want to purchase more space. But if you got it all on your phone, man, you asking for trouble. You know what I'm saying? And then for most people, like with the memory card, okay, you're not, you don't want to pay for more space, but you have to go buy another memory card once that one gets full. Yeah. And then where is that one just sitting there in the little plastic thing? And then when you want to see the content on it, you got to do the swap a root thing. Like that don't make no sense to me, man. Your argument is moot because you don't have the stuff with you. So I'd rather just pay my three ninety nine or whatever to have it in the cloud. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm yeah. good with about 80 gig of storage, man, because I know how to delete these trash videos. You know, little, yep. you know, how many times have you accidentally hit the record button or the, the shutter button on your phone? You got this picture of the phone coming out of your pocket. So it's got like a blurry uh, end table on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and people got, don't delete that. You know, I got little kids, you know yeah, what I'm saying? You know what so saying? they'll get my phone and they'll just start taking pictures of random stuff, download yeah. pictures offline and just... You know what I'm saying? Screenshots of video games they're playing on the phone. I'm just like, crap, yeah, man. just like you said, I delete, delete, delete. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I one thing I, you talk, you start talking about tablets. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing I love again, I talk about the ecosystem uh, is that you know you can you can start a project on one device. Mm-hmm. 
I can start editing on my phone, pick up my tablet, pick up where I left off, come back home, get on the computer, pick up where I left off. Um, well, and there what, are some programs edit on your phone. What program are you using? Is that is that that iMovie stuff? No, I'm talking. I'm talking uh, photos. Photos. Yeah, you know, like, I uh, think Lightroom, I could do that stuff on like that. Uh, Adobe. Was it on Lightroom? Uh huh. Yeah, I think that yeah, might be Adobe a universal Studio. thing because of Adobe. Yeah, but uh, yeah. But if I yeah, like if I if I because when I take my pictures, right? Mm-hmm. When I do a photo shoot, I get my camera because I have a, a A7 III. Okay. Uh, I will transfer the pictures from my phone. I mean, from my from the camera to the phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I export them into Lightroom. Mm-hmm. If I'm not at home, you know what I'm saying? I try to do that before I leave the site where gotcha. I take the photos. So I don't want to lose the, the content. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got so, that, that anxiety like I do. When I record yeah. something, I got to offload it onto something and have it two places until I'm yeah, finished. Yeah, just backups. Yeah. Yep. So I do that, man. I can just like, I love just the fact that you can actually start pulling that stuff from different places and working mm-hmm. on different devices. I don't think I take uh, a good advantage of this stuff you're talking about because I'm sure I have access to it, whether it be through samsung devices or mm-hmm. you know even in the adobe suites i'm just not using it like you are like i'm just a, i'm a basic user man when it comes to gear for me man I, i've gotten to the point where uh i've kind of limited myself to a point to where i i get stuff that's going to actually make sense mm-hmm. that's going to make my job easier whatever job i'm doing so even when i talk about the uh when we talked about the rollcaster pro you know, if I can get one device and I can get my EQ, I can yeah. get my uh, compression, I can do all the stuff on the fly on this rope. I ain't got to worry about taking it in the back room, you know what I'm saying? And editing my audio separately from my video because it's already going to be compressing, you know, for the most part, it's going to be a pretty good. Uh, I think it just makes sense that way. Miss Meat over there. I mean, not Miss Meat, but Wilson. He'll help you out, man. And Wilson ain't shit, man. Wilson. <laughs> 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 hey man, I'm gonna go talk to you too, man. I uh, w- y'all, your podcast with uh, uh, CEO in the making. Yeah, your podcast CEO in the making. It was you said y'all said some funny stuff to me, man. And y'all talking about babies because I know he he got his first baby, or whatever. Yeah. And you were like, man, I just miss the smell of babies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, man, let me, can I just smell your baby? <laughs> I said, but I know I got a, I got kids, so I get it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But for people that don't have kids, I'm like, man, what in the world are they talking about, man? Hey man, I know everybody out there has, you know, well, if you got like a if you're a teenager and you got like a brother, you probably can't stand fresh baby. But like if you are an auntie, <laughs> a uncle, a big cousin or something, or got some friends that just yeah. had some kids, oh man, that fresh baby smell, bruh. The 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 <laughs> baby powder is Johnson and Johnson's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. man. That's good stuff right there, man. They need to make little wax cues with fresh baby. I'd buy up all of that stuff. <laughs> man, I uh I, uh I don't know how much time we got, but I just want to let you know, man, uh I just want to say thank you to you, man. Uh, I think when, we, when I first got started my journey with YouTube, with the tech space, uh-huh. uh, you were one of the first people that I reached out to to actually like hit me back. You know what I'm saying? You know, I think you were like maybe about 5,000 subscribers or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, which was big. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody <laughs> starting off. Uh, uh, and, you know, I, yeah. So you hit me back, man. And like you said, we had, we've had this open uh, line of communication, you know, whenever we need it. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to say, man, how much I appreciate you, man. It's been an honor and a joy of watching you grow, bro. Uh, from like, so I remember you having those celebrations, like 5,000, 10,000, oh, and it yeah, just happened yeah. so often. You just yeah. had to stop doing them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was moving pretty quick there. It yeah. was so much fun though, so, man. man. And then, you know what? To see you now, man. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I, I can say you were, probably my one of my first three YouTube friends. And I can say actual friends because of that long ass group chat we was in. And then I ended up changing my number. I forgot to, you know, tell, tell everybody. I was like, shit, he probably think I'm some asshole who just dodging him. No, bro. <laughs> we all love here, man. But yeah, man, it's, yeah. Been, it's been cool knowing you, man. I appreciate you dog because you know, without people like you, I, I got like, I got nobody to bounce off of. And then this conversation right here doesn't happen. You know, two, two guys with 
with no agenda. It's hard to meet people, new people in your life without an agenda mm-hmm. for you or, you know, to get something right. from you or I don't, I don't know how to articulate what I'm trying to say, but dude, you, hey, you got no agenda you. with me. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that. I ain't got one with you. We just two dudes, right. you know, that like the smell of fresh babies. It's, you know, <laughs> don't think it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> well, <you> still- <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. Yeah. It is all love, bro. But yeah, we do got to get up out of here in just a second. Um, yeah, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show because. You know, not everybody wants to be on the show. You know what I'm saying? And that is something that that's that's a humbling thing for me. I knew getting into this that uh, there were going to be some people that I reached out to that didn't respond back. There was going to be some people that I reached out to that respond back with, no, you need to grow a little bit more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. this is not the type of podcast that breaks anybody out or makes somebody famous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you gain from being on this podcast. I know what I gain. I gain good conversation. And I gain mm-hmm. content from my viewers and I gain the like a better relationship with you. You know what I'm saying? And then when I get a right, new right, person right. on, I, I get to know this new person. So I'm thinking about what I'm gaining. I don't know what you're gaining from this. So I really man, opportunity, man. I, 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 again, <laughs> I appreciate it, man. You're, you're a real dude, man. I, I know you'd be like, man, I, I ain't nobody. But bro, like you, you big in the space, man. You big in the space, especially coming up like back in the day. I remember, um, there was a couple people I used to watch, man. Jim's Review Room, you, Flaws, uh, I think and a couple of other people, you know what I'm saying, that I would just watch. You know, you had your big people like MKBHD yeah. and your average consumers and all people like that. But it was like the people that were actually down here grinding, I actually got to see their journey because I remember Jim going from the, his, his living room to his office space. Then uh, I saw yeah. you. Yeah. Go from your den to your room to your office space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I changed that's that. big. Actually, bro. it was it wasn't a den and then a room. It was the same room <laughs> that I just oh, okay. I redecorated the room I remember, like nine times. Bro. I remember the couch that was in the corner. Yeah. The little love seat. Same damn you, spare back, bedroom, bro. Back when you had Blue Deal. Back when oh, back when people like Blue Deal. <laughs> Before Dio. hashtag boycott Blue Deal. You know Dang. what I'm saying? Oh hashtag. Man, that's crazy. Hashtag boycott <laughs> Blue Deal. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it, it has been quite the journey, man. I'm having fun now, though, man. Uh, I got to a place where I was getting a little bored, you know, doing a run of the mill headphone video. And then, you know, I brought in some, you know, different tech and that didn't bore me. But, you know, I'm, it's kind of like what we talked about with Kanye. I'm not just that, you know, I'm a multifaceted right. guy, you know. So I said, mm-hmm. I love these conversations with people that I have on the phone or whatever. Let me just turn this into something, man. And it's. You know, I might not get 10,000 views, but, you know, it's, it's probably 11 people out there that could watch this and, and gain something from it and at least be entertained. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm here for you. Right. I'm here. I'm here. For, I'm here for the people, the 11 of you who will show up and watch this podcast. <laughs> Much love to all 11 of you. <laughs> we are here. Hey, those are real ones. <laughs> you the real ones, man. So give give everybody a pal, man. Hey, everybody, I do appreciate y'all. Yeah, seriously, I, y'all have no idea how much I appreciate you giving me and Tim your time because you ain't had to be here, man. You could be doing a lot of other things than watching us talk, man. This this has been great. This is the podcast you didn't ask for, but I know you liked it. I know you liked it. Don't be like you didn't like that podcast. <laughs> hey, y'all say goodbye to Tim. Tim, it's been real, bro. Appreciate your time. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir, man. Take care.